All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Balling Podcast, episode number 91. I'm one of your hosts, Jackson, here with my two co-hosts, Sean and Nick. Hello, boys. Hello, Jackson. Thank you for having us tonight. Thank you for having <laughs> us. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, well, uh, I've had a pretty crazy day. I'm live here from Pebble. Uh, you guys can, if you want to watch us, go on the Golf Ball on YouTube our podcasts are now available via video. Yeah, so if you guys want more content, um, check out our OnlyFans uh, <laughs> at the Disabled Golfers. Um, yeah, that's that joke is going to make no sense to people. That, who didn't that is to last a podcast. That, that's that's an inside joke, but it I mean, is that, way, that's not going to land. The real <laughs> listeners will understand that. It is way that. it is way too early to be bringing up that joke in this podcast. Yeah, but wow. anyway, um, check out the OnlyFans and check out the podcast. Awesome. Around the, okay. So, <laughs> basically, you won't understand. Um, actually, you won't understand any of that unless you're either watching us on. You have to both be watching us on YouTube right now and have listened to the whole last podcast. So, uh, so guess... <laughs> a, about probably one of you is going to get that. <laughs> yeah, maybe like Doug or Ryan will, will get that joke, hopefully. You can shoot us a DM. If you get that joke, shoot, shoot us a DM because that, that'd be pretty cool. Um, was it wasn't a? I I I guess it was an okay joke. It's yeah, above should average. Just, should we just go to golf? Well, I'm here live at Pebble. I'm already. I'm in around golf Pebble. all day. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's back. He's back. Jackson just took a took a nice swim, then got ready for the pot. <laughs> I'm here He's standing back. on the seventh hole. We're looking at a beautiful sunset. The waves are crashing today. I feel like we should title all of our podcasts Beast is Back. And I feel like <laughs> eventually, just... eventually we'll be right. Yeah, Hopefully. eventually. Unless Spieth never comes back, that would be problematic for us. Yeah, then we're fucked. But I feel like he's back to playing like decent golf again. Could we say that? I mean, if Jordan Spieth were a stock, I'd invest in him right now. Well, uh, actually, I don't let's know. Get, I feel like he's peaking. Let's create a Jordan Spieth cryptocurrency. I, I feel get, like he's get Wall Street bets to pump it. Do you think he wins this tournament? Yes or no? No. Jackson? I, yes or no? Do you think he wins this tournament? I want to hear both of you guys answer. Uh, my audio is really bad. I don't know what you've been talking about for the okay. last minute. Never mind. So. Then we'll let Sean so, talk. Yeah, I I could see. I'm gonna say he finishes eighth, but I I think he'll I think he'll fall apart a little bit Saturday. Have a decent Sunday. He's think... current currently fourth for those who aren't aware. Patrick Cantley is leading, and Akshay Batia is tied for second with Hendrik Norlander. That's that's kind of I mean that's when you know the golf course is playing too easy is when Akshay Batia is tied for second. When Akshay Batia goes out there and hits 18 greens in regulation. He hit all 18? First time that's happened at Pebble Beach since 2008. No, that's not that long. No shade, Akshay, but... I thought you were going to say, like... I thought you were going to say, like, 18-22 or something ridiculous. He's also a a (laughs) 19-year-old who has had, like, no success on the PGA Tour. So the fact that he did that today is wild. 
Yeah, that is pretty wild. He is putting, I mean, you know, he's just trying to develop. He needs to put some more muscle, maybe some fat on the bones. Because he's really skinny. Good golf. Christian Wood, yeah. Christian Wood, he's a Christian Wood. (laughs) Except he's not undrafted. And more like he had a lot of hype behind him. He's like the number one amateur in the world. So, Akshay is is six feet tall. I would have guessed he was a little taller than that. I guess he's 130. I'm going to guess he's, yeah, he's got to be. 135, Max. He's 130. Yeah, wow. That that's that's a slim boy. That's pretty sticky. That like I feel like it showcases that lag is a really big important thing about golf, because there's there's no way that guy, one thirty five does he have muscle? Like I know he does, but like one thirty five and being six feet. I mean, his swing is just kind of built around uh, swing speed. He was seventeenth in driving distance today. So which, know, does he have muscle? No. Or, no. no, he obviously <laughs> does. But pound, pound for pound, got to be the longest player on tour. 100%. 135. That's like... Uh, it's 130. 130? Yeah, 130. Yeah. Oh my Six God. feet, 130. You, John, John Rahm's like double the size of him. John Rahm's not 260. He's got to be like <laughs> 225, 230. Look about... John Rahm's 260. I bet, I bet John Rahm's... Yeah, I bet 230 max. John Rahm picked the wrong sport. <laughs> Who do you think is two, uh, two 260? Who's 260? Uh, John Daly. Well, besides yeah. John Daly. All right, Google, Google, has, Google has John Rahm listed at 6'2", 220. Uh, he's, that, that, he's a little thicker than 220. Wait, can he's you look up what Brooks is? Bryson's 248, right? Is he really? Wasn't Bryson kidding? He's slimming like, down, though. Yeah, he's listed at 240. I don't know what he actually is. So Bryson is basically two Akshay Batiste. Wait, 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 wait. Sean, can you look up Patrick Reed? This is just Jackson Brooks. Brooks is wait. six feet, 205, to answer your question. Oh, wow. Maybe the golf balling weight podcast. I can't <laughs> wait for Patrick Reed's height and weight. <laughs> I'm going to go 5'11", 215. I'm going to say they're super generous. There is absolutely no way that these height and weights are correct. 185. Six feet, feet, 200 pounds. No chance. He he hasn't sniffed 200 pounds since high school. There is not a (laughs) doubt in my mind. I, you know what? I'll ask my trainer tomorrow how much you think, or how much does Patrick Reed weigh, and we'll see what he says. Your uh, muscle. At least two eighteen. At least, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd give him like two fifteen. I'd, I'd say that, like, to be six feet, like, he's definitely chunkier than me, and I, I, like, you know, I'm, I'm a fat guy. To put that in perspective, Jason Day is listed at the same height and only five pounds lighter. Oh, my God. No chance. Yeah, no chance. Pat Reed, I don't know what film form he filled out to write 200 in there. It was 100% like the when you I get like the, your JV high school team and they're like, oh, how much you weigh? And you're like, oh, 150 or like 145 and you actually weigh like 175. Yeah, these these heights and weights really feel like just high school basketball. Like yeah. all these guys who are are absolutely like five ten. They're just like ah six feet. Yeah, there's absolutely no chance. Um, I actually 
I heard one of my new favorite insults ever in uh, in Jackson and I's favorite show, Letter Kenny, the other day. And one of the characters just turned to a guy and said, you're so 5'11", bud. Like, I think that just, that really cuts, no you, way that cuts you down to your core. I feel like Patrick Reed's 5'11", maybe 5'10". There's no way that he's six foot. Yeah, he's I, he's like the most stereotypical 5'11 guy I've ever met. Yeah, I want to, let's get an actual measurement like they do at like the Reese, the in like college football at this uh, Reese's senior game where they measure like the hand size, the weight. Yeah, let's let's do what let's have the PGA Tour did do what the NBA did, where they actually measure everybody's height and weight. Like, yeah, there's no lying about it anymore, and just watch these drastic changes. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, Patrick Reed be five eleven. So Phil Mickelson's listed at two hundred one. I saw that six three two hundred one. See again, but Reed and Phil kind of have similar. Yeah, but again, they have similar handwriting as well, where they write down a little bit of a lower weight. It, it, so you're saying he doesn't weigh 201? No chance. Phil at 6'3 is not 201. There's no but chance. But one, one thing to consider there is Phil also has, like, really skinny legs. Patrick he's not yeah, he He's got muscle. Like, he's, I, got I, like, I he's got, like, like he's got thin, defined legs. They're not, like, big. He carries all of his weight in his upper body. I agree. That's why I'm saying he has to be more. Because, like, just think about muscle. I guess I, I got fat legs. Uh, maybe we should stop talking about weight. Let's stop body shaming PGA Tour yeah, players. No, it's swing. <laughs> how we say swing your swing? Be your body. Your weigh body your weight. Body. Yeah, weigh your weight. Weigh your weight. Um, <laughs> weigh your you guys weight. brought up Brooks Kapka before. Um, I've recently listened to more of uh, some, some interviews and some other podcasts. Brooks is just the most likable guy in the PGA Tour right now. I I, I don't I I'm sorry if you listen to him like actually give an interview like a nice, not an interview to like press but like to like normal reporters. He's just a super cool down to earth guy. Yeah, he just he just seems like one of the boys. Like he's just a pretty chill guy. Cracks a lot of jokes. He's shockingly funny. Like, yeah, he was. I saw him on the PMT podcast. And all he was doing is dropping Michelobaltra ads. And I'm like, this guy just knows how to fucking spot. Like, he knows. He's like, Michelobaltra is giving me that bag. And I'm just going to fucking respect that bag and spread the goddamn love. And he's talking about how he just got super fucking hammered after he won. Like, come on. That, that, that's what golf needs. We need, we need to see, like, we need to have a behind the, but behind the scenes after anybody wins an, like, wins an event. That should be the rule. So you just want like a borderline milk vlog anytime yeah. anyone wins an event, just them like yes. them them partying and basically spreading COVID. Exactly. Oh. Do you know how how engaging it would be if we had like milk style vlogs after like these guys won their events? How many we'd get that's how you grow the fucking game right there. All right, new new golf balling business idea. We partner with the PGA Tour. They force every winner to party with us afterwards and we vlog it they're just getting bottle service obviously we'd have to get a lot better at vlogging and partying to do that yeah a lot we got the partying down honestly i've never really partied with either of you so i i mean i know that nick doesn't because nick went to bed at what do you say 9 30 every night in houston 8 30 
Was the sun even set when Nick would go to bed? Okay, man. When I wake up early, I go to bed early, okay? My body gets tired. Yeah, that's why That's why every morning he's, like, running around the house and you and I are like, fuck this. I like to save my energy. I'm, I go to bed now at, like, 10, 10.30 now. He was... He was actually just going to talk to his girl. Next whipped. Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. But I'm not whipped, but. That's for another podcast. Another All podcast. Right. All right, Mr. Whipped Boy. Uh, um, Mr. Whipped Boy. Uh, yeah, if, if you want us to do a whole deep dive on Nick's relationship, let us know. Let us know in the next episode, Valentine's Day. Let's just say, if we do it on Valentine's Day. I'm not doing it on Valentine's Day on Sunday, so I'll either not be here or we'll do the podcast on. I I I can't do it Sunday either. Thank God. Yeah. Wow, I can. <laughs> and a special appearance. Uh, uh, my girlfriend will be in the room um, while I do the podcast. Uh, right Nick's now. gonna be distracted. Dear oh, God, on, on Sunday or Monday. Can we do it late at night. Oh, or so we're doing it Monday? Yeah, Monday. Let's just talk about it. Monday. <laughs> we'll save this for Monday. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah let's, just, let's just make our schedule on the pod. I'm going to say this is one of the most entertaining podcasts. Uh, golf balling is one of the most entertaining podcasts because you just get a deep like dive into our lives. And yeah, you know, we really were going to talk about uh, the AT&T Pebble Beach. We did that for about 45 seconds, and then we're like, yeah, what's going on in our lives? I mean, like, it's a boring tournament. It's a fucking boring tournament. I didn't want to turn on the TV. I'm not going to lie. Like, Whoa. I didn't have a TV in front of me, but I don't care about the Pebble Beach because there's no good players except for Will Zalatoris <laughs> and Patrick Cantley. That's it. You want, you want to know why I'm not watching the, the Pro-Am this year? Why? Why? It's because the, the AMs aren't they don't have a big enough feature this year. I thought there is no AMs. I'm confused. <laughs> I saw Macklemore. Just there's been really a lot. Talking? There's been a lot about Macklemore on the PGA Tour I Instagram saw, account this week. I saw him giving like a an interview, and I was like, "Hey, is he like a part of the like? Did he play in the pro am? Do we have a pro am?" But I'm not sure anymore. You no, know, I know why. I, but why? Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you guys after the podcast. Oh, sick. Do you you remember the text from a? Yes. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 Okay. So. Um, Best friends with Macklemore. Yeah. Wow. Jackson. Going to the thrift shop. So. He looks like he got his golf clothes at the thrift shop, low key. I <laughs> think it's stylish. I agree. I mean, I think only Macklemore Macklemore could pull that off. I agree completely. All right, Nick. For this next game, wait, hold on. Uh-huh. You have, there's 12 letters, all right? You have to guess Akshay's last full name, all 12 letters. And if you guess all 12 right, you will make the PGA Tour. And if you don't, you will I never do anything it. successful in your entire life. Yeah. In the correct order? Yeah. Akshay. 12, six and six, six and six. So dyslexic. A. Uh huh. K. Uh huh. S. Uh huh. H. Yeah. A. Mhm. Y. Yep. B. H. A. T. I. A. Very God, good. God so damn, that took forever. For this, <laughs> should we do it? Yeah, yeah so for the not a, it's not a tough name to spell. Nick, for the next one we're gonna try with 
golf. Okay, four letters. <laughs> no, yeah, very, very nice. Very I'm nice. Going, you, got right. you got it all. It's a, yeah. I, believe I got it. I can't believe you got it all too. As long as you don't have him read it, that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. There's no chance. That's why. That's why you're the disabled golfer. Holy fuck! John Daly played in this tournament. <laughs> yeah, I heard of that. What did he shoot? Well, he had a nine on on fourteen, so he ended up firing a, an unfortunate eighty today. Well, he pulled uh, the Jackson. Oh, and a boy! That. So he pulled the Jackson and didn't shoot ninety, so anything's possible. <laughs> Can we do a new series with John Daly trying to break eighty in a professional event? <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I hope yeah. he shoots like eighty-two tomorrow. I hope he shoots like 66. Yeah, I actually do hope he shoots 66. For, <laughs> but for John the purposes Daly. of that joke, I hope he shoots 82. John Daly is another guy. No, never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Nope. I'm going to save that thought for another day. That's not a thought. I mean, he's only in second to last. Yeah. He still, he still has a shot. And as Nick said, this is a very easy, very boring golf tournament. So I'm sure everyone, all the players are probably bored as fuck out there. It's so they probably I don't think players are bored playing Pebble Beach and Spyglass. Nah, it's pretty boring tournament, Sean. For most, for most of the players, like the field is full of guys who don't get a lot of starts on tours. So, like, yeah, I'm it's gonna be a sick event for them. Oh, I know. This is a sick event for me too. Your winner of this tournament. I'm looking at the leaderboard. Russell Knox. He gets it done. Uh, what? Yeah, Russell Knox wins. Um, but anyway, moving forward. Um, what the hell? So he's in sixth pick. place. He's only four shots back. That's my pick. Um, All right. Wait, let me give me. Let me give you my pick. Tom Lewis. Tom Sean, Lewis. who's your pick? I think Cantley's going to lose the lead, but no, get, it back, get it back on Sunday. I thought we were doing jokes. Hunter I was Mayhem. hoping you were going to say, like, Hunter Mayhan. Tom yeah. Hoge. Yes. Wait, yeah, since, when does, since when does Hunter Mayhan, like, play golf again? That's when did that? Stop it! What the fuck are you guys talking about? I feel about? like he comes golf. back in and out. Like he he plays. He, he's like in and out burger. He comes. He plays an event like every like year and a half. It's got to be like Ricky and not have full status. Then does Ricky not have full status? Barnes. Oh, I thought you meant following. Yeah, you can't just throw out Ricky on a golf podcast if oh. you're talking about Ricky Barnes. <laughs> well, he's been on our podcast. Sorry, I thought you guys would. I yeah, was... but there's. See, that's like just that's like tossing it out woods, and you're actually talking about Charlie. You know what's for Cheyenne? Cheyenne. <laughs> you know what's crazy about the the Ricky follow the Ricky thing is like I we've gotten to the point where you said that he Ricky doesn't have his tour status, and I actually thought it was Ricky Fowler. Like I had a like I was like, oh, he actually doesn't have he has partial tour status. Like that I mean, makes sense. He hasn't been playing well, but he's not playing that bad. Yeah, that's true. He's not winning. He still makes a decent amount of like cuts and stuff. He probably he's makes just, a lot of money. He's just waiting for the majors. We can top ten it. Can you imagine if like one oh, of the most? It's... Can you imagine if one of the most marketable players in golf, Ricky Fowler, lost his tour card? <laughs> what would ha- What would happen to all those ads? People would be like, "Oh, it's just a fucking corn fairy tour player." Like Smiley Coffin. 
If I were, if that happened and I were like number one on the Corn Fairy Tour, I'd be like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm better than this guy. God, yeah. Will's out to us. Did you see the meme that he looks like uh, Owen Wilson? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he, he really does. <laughs> uh, just more lovable. I can't wait for him to win Rookie of the Year this year. But, I mean, going into more golf news, we, we got the PGA of America announcing the uh, that range riders can be used in all of their major championships, including the PGA Championship. Yeah, it's just like the PGA, the women's PGA, and the senior PGA. So Bryson's going to bring, like, four... He's going to have, like, three or four rangefinders in his bag and probably, like, a telescope. Calculator. Um, Bryson's going to have, like, one that's in yards, one that's in meters, and he's going to be, like, cross-checking the distances, like, doing the math to convert them real quick. What did he bring to that protractor? What did he bring yeah. to the protractor? <laughs> I love that that was banned. Like, who the fuck cares if you a protractor to a tournament? What the fuck is that going to help you with? <laughs> we marks his ball with the protractor. <laughs> yeah, and the, the PGA Tour is just like, nah, it's an unfair advantage. In what fucking way? If you're spending the time to use a protractor, you deserve whatever fucking advantage you get from it. Because the answer is you won't get one. <laughs> There's no... That's so true. Like, what am I gonna? What was like the actual use of angles? That? There's like angles. What angles? Uh, there's angles a reason. to the pin. Angles to the fairway. Angles to the green. There's a reason. You're not though. a scientist. There's you're a not reason. a scientist like Bryson and I. No, you're not. Who's wearing the Bryson hoodie right now? Me and Bryson. We're both the scientists. Sorry, you don't understand how angles and circles work, Nick. Jackson, Jackson do you ever take so math? Jason, you don't know how science in high school. Yeah, (laughs) Jason couldn't do like simple long division if we had if we put like. There's a reason that you haven't touched a protractor since you were in like sixth grade math. They're fucking math. They're fucking useless for most people. I I cannot do long division. I do. No, I'm well aware of the fact that you can't do long division. But I was thinking Patrick Reed's probably gonna have one of those. Range finders with slope. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, oh, it's clicked off. I, I guarantee you. <laughs> I would actually love if Patrick Reed came out with a sloped range finder that you can adjust because there's a 100% chance that at some point he's flipping that slope on. The green light pops up. Instead. And he'll just be like, he'll be caught on camera. Like, they'll just see him move his finger up to change, like, the little dial. Oh, no. Some of them have, like, a red light or a green light that pops up. Whatever it is that says, like, you're using well, stuff. He's going to get the most discreet one possible. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I really hope he does. That would be the funniest shit ever. What's going to be the number one used rangefinder? Bushnell. Well, I the don't know. Fuck? Who's going to throw out money? No, but, like, I'm being dead ass. Bushnell, oh, like, can't. sponsors a decent amount of golfers for how, for how like, little they're actually used by professional golfers. Yeah. It's weird. Bushnell and Callaway are definitely going to run that. I think Patrick Reed should get a sponsorship with a company that only makes slope rangefinder. Nikon. Yeah, or actually, Bryson is a hundred percent gonna have a Nikon rangefinder. There's no chance he doesn't. With the stabilization, the uh, there's so many. He's gonna have a sloped one, but he's gonna have them turn it off as well. Him and Patrick Reed. I could low key see Bryson. Uh bringing out like a tripod to put his rangefinder on you know how they have those little screws on the bottom to put 
put it on a tripod. He'll be like, I, I need it nice and stable. It, it depends where you hit it on the flag. <laughs> just undoing it every single hole. I, but at the end of the day, like, why, why are we still using yardage books in PGA Tour events? I think, no, I think yardage books make sense for PGA Tour events. No, the I thing, mean, a pace of play perspective. That's all I'm talking about. A pace of play perspective. If we're talking about speeding up the game of golf and we talk all this shit about pace of play, why the fuck aren't we using range finders? That is my probably You probably wear hoodies on the golf course. Yeah, but like... Back in my day, there weren't range finders. We didn't... We had to use yardage books. Use our our brains. Sorry, you young kids don't know how. Jackson, there's no chance that you would be able to use a yardage book on the... You would guess 100% of the time on your distances. 100% of the time. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, 100%. It's like, here's my thing is like, fucking range finders, or no, using... I can't yardage, have both. Just have both. I, I get it. You can have both. I'm saying using... No, that's... Sorry. Using a yardage book... It's like when you're in math class and the teacher's, like, not letting you use a fucking calculator. Yeah. Right? Like, that. It, it's like, you, we have this technology right here, right? <laughs> and you're telling me, oh, well, you got to learn how to show your work. But this is more accurate than showing my fucking work. Dude, right? Like, right. that reminded me, like, that's a very similar point to that. I saw this one TikTok clip today of a stand-up comedian. And he was like, yeah, people like to make fun of me for, like, being a man and not knowing how to drive a stick shift car. And he's like, what the fuck is the advantage? We're in the 21st century. Like, go do your fucking accounting on your abacus, you dick. Exactly. Like, it's, it's the same shit. I just think it speeds up play if, like, rangefinders are just allowed. I understand, like, I think yardage books are awesome and, like, PJ Tour Pros are still going to use them. But I wouldn't doubt, like, I mean... They're still getting the same ballpark yardages. Like at the end of the day, you're putting more human air. Like it's not going to make that much of a difference. Like oh, they had like oh, it's one fifty five versus one fifty four. It will make a difference, but at the same time, like just fucking let people have the exact yardages. How how long till we get a PJ Tour player that like blames his caddy in a post round interview for giving him the wrong distance? Like. Oh, he shot the grandstands instead of the flag. Is it weird that I kind of like yardage books more than range finders? I don't think you've ever used a yardage book, so yes, would, it is weird. I, I think it's... people. Don't I'm not a PGA you. golfer. But what what are you basing this this like opinion off of? Just you like the look of people pulling out the book and using it? I think that... I No, I just think it's cooler that they don't... They have to work for the distance, and do you know, I think it makes it more impressive. Harry, do you know how much different Rory's career would be if they could use rangefinders? Do you know how impressive his four major career is, Sean? No, without rangefinders, there was a period of time where PJ Tour players used to come out and say that Rory's caddy was like the worst at giving him proper distances. Like they said, if he had a remotely decent caddy, he'd be really fucking good. So they're talking about JD. Was it JP or JD? JP? I don't even fucking JP. remember. I feel that's got to be who they're talking about because then he went with um, who's on his bag right now? Is like brother in law or something? 
or his friend. Yeah, it, no, it's his friend. Exactly. Maybe Rory would have a comeback if he can. I, I just think yardage books are outdated. Okay, we're living in twenty first the the twenty first century. Let's get there, right? Let's get this there. Is, this is also do. it's also going to be massive for Dustin's game. Dustin may be the best player in history after this. I uh, I saw a quote earlier from another PGA Tour player who said they were playing with Dustin in an event, and Dustin was like staring at his yardage book, trying to figure out like some addition. And he was like, you go ahead and hit. And so then he handed, he handed the yardage book to his brother. His brother was like staring at, at it for a while. Dustin hits. And he turns to the other PGA Tour player. He's like, I had no fucking idea how far that was. He's like, I'm not good with numbers and Austin's no better. I will bet my life that we will, the, PGA, the PGA Championship, the pace of play will increase by some small margin, but like a decent amount of margin. Where the USGA and the PGA Tour are like, okay, maybe maybe this is a good thing. Maybe we allow rangefinders in our fucking events. Well, you know, at, at the end of the day, who fucking cares? Exactly. Like, I, I care from a pace of place, a pace of play perspective. But like, yes, who? I don't who think I don't think the, it's gonna have a big. I don't think it's gonna have a big impact on pace of play because I still think people are gonna be using the rangefinders and walking off distances and use, using yardage books, but. Like it, it is just like the rest of technology in golf has improved so much, and players have seen such a benefit from that. And like the benefit from a rangefinder isn't that big, so at the end of the day, why not just let them use it? And if it happen. if it does improve pace of play, like by some small margin, that's fucking great. You know what's gonna happen next? And I know this, like I'm already just picturing this is the USGA. Uh, they allow rangefinders, and they're like, okay, we're actually gonna, you know, rangefinders are too good. Um, just like golf clubs are too good. Um, so the range founders are just going to guess. It's going to give you a prediction. They're going to but... give you a six-yard window to figure it out. <laughs> it's not going to be three and three every time either. It's going to be like sometimes it's one and five. <laughs> other times it's it's four and two. Like it could be 153, 158, or 160. But uh, it's, it's not going to let you actually know. And I think... what, if they just, what if they just give you four options like a multiple choice test and you have to just pick whichever one looks the best you have to show your work and 90, if you don't show your work you're not going to get the right one 91 110 135 and 250 <laughs> you can't you can't eyeball it either you, Dustin, you, what's you, out the driver <laughs> can we make uh can we make t-shirts that say rollback rangefinders <laughs> please Technology has brought rangefinders way too far. This is bullshit. They used to just give you a full yard. Now they give you a decimal. What the fuck? If rangefinders are so smart, why don't they play golf, huh? That they're so good at that, why don't they just get a golf club and be good at golf? I feel like that's what boomers think is going to happen. It's going to be like robots (laughs) playing on the PGA Tour in a few years. These are the same boomers that like live and die by their goddamn rangefinders too like here's the thing is like i think old people are the most they use the rangefinders the most because even if they have it on their cart like oh it's 145 they're like okay gotta pull out the rangefinder and then ding it like three times and then ding the bunker and then you're like dude you don't even carry the fucking bunker like That's you carry never. your seven or like 135 what are you gonna say Never played an old man who used a rangefinder, but I don't think I've ever played golf with an old man. Not old man, but like I'm talking about like, 
Like, so you've never I'm played just... with an old man who hasn't used a rangefinder, then? I've never played with anyone who's used a rangefinder, to my recollection. Like, of that's not my age. Like, I don't, I don't play golf with people. You literally, like... you literally took my rangefinder battery on the last trip. You fucking dick. So don't, oh. don't you give me this attitude. Yeah, you can have that. It's not like I'm out here playing golf. Yeah, no shit. I intend to get that back from you at some point. <laughs> but don't be, don't be shitting on rangefinders when you're borrowing my battery. Why did we? Why did I have to do that? Oh, it was probably getting kind of annoying. Because it was cart path only, and we only had I, my rangefinder was the only one that was Oh working. shit! It was cart path only. Ah, oh, fuck, man. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't want to eyeball your distances. Yeah. Was this at Wildcat actually? Because I feel like I was in a match with Nick when this was happening. I don't remember when it originally happened, but it, it lasted the rest of the trip. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I see your points. I respect them. And, um, you know, I think I'll be wrong with this. I don't imagine having an issue with rangefinders in the future. But for right now, I will miss yardage books. But thankfully, they will still be heavily used. So I guess every other. I guess everything will be okay. Yeah, it's literally, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, literally true, only yeah. the PGA. So yeah, it's yeah, it's every single tournament except for one. In yeah. Time. So yeah, wow. I thought it was gonna be all the majors, but um, you think a, I think Augusta will be like the last to allow rangefinders. Damn. They may never. I I kind of like that then. I feel like it's gonna get to the point like in like ten years, rangefinder is gonna be so common on tour. And everyone on tour will have grown up playing with a rangefinder, but the masters still won't allow it. And that's going to be like a big discussion point for the young players. They'll just be like, ah, they don't, they don't know their distances out at Augusta. They, they don't know how to work without right rangefinders. Here's the thing is like, I won't even mind Augusta not letting like, I think that'd be fine if like maybe the Augusta, maybe the Augusta, the U S open and no, not even the Augusta and the U S open. They have to use, they can't use rangefinders, but just let the regular PGA tour events like, let them use rangefinders. I don't fucking care. No one should fucking care. Who cares this much about golf? Fucking pa- like I fucking hate golf. I just love like the what Jackson calls the boomers. They they care about the weirdest fucking things like rangefinders on the PGA tour. It has no effect on them. Who gives a shit? Yeah, hoodies on the golf course. Why do you care what other people are wearing? If you don't like hoodies on the golf course, don't wear a hoodie on the golf course. I would like to say real quick that um, I don't have a necessary problem with only boomers, and I don't have a problem with necessarily only tryhards, because, I mean, Nick's a tryhard. But I think when you combine the two forces, tryhard and boomer, then you get this issue that we have. So, yeah. For some reason, they're all so active on Twitter. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm like a super tryhard though. Um. Okay. <laughs> so that's it for today's pod. Dolly noted. Okay. Dolly noted. We'll put that in we'll the, be back. the notes. Alternate we'll, notes. We'll be back Sunday. We're gonna re- Monday, We're gonna research this topic and get back to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say anything. I'm not educated on 100. percent I'm at 99. I got to get that last percent. So we'll see you guys Monday. Um, Like, comment, subscribe.
And check out our OnlyFans. And have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Cheers.